Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, welcome back to FFC. I'm Maureen. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And I'm Jeanette. And we're back with a variant. Let me tell you, this is very anticipated, not just by you, but by all of us. We have been wanting to talk about this all summer long, and we have reined it into our chat for this group, and we've gone a little crazy. So we are excited to finally be talking about the summer I turn pretty season two. We are going to be probably comparing to season one a bit. We're going to be comparing it to the books from the books to the show, because there are a lot of differences. There's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of differences that you don't think while you're reading or watching. Oh, that will make much of a difference, but they make huge differences. The changes yeah. that they put in there changes what the possibilities are for next season two. So we'll be talking about all those things. Uh, but first we just want to dive into the characters. We'll start well, off first, discussing some of them. We we're we're pretty let's mention it first, who is team who? Because we're pretty even okay. 50 50 in this group, right? Sort of. Um, excuse me. I have a shirt too. <laughs> I have a shirt too. Amanda, I love that design. You have to send it to me. Oh. It's just so creative. There you go. Oh, I will. All right, so getting on here. It took me a while. Obviously, Jeanette. <laughs> Has her team <laughs> displayed proudly. Amanda, weirdly proud of her shirt design. Thank you. Team Conrad. I couldn't read it because it looked too bright, but Amanda's Team Conrad. Jeanette is Team Jeremiah. There we go. Now I can see it. Yep. Team Conrad. Woo. Yep. Team okay. You? Team Jellyfish. Yeah. Wait, I, I forgot that was the new name. <laughs> I am. I'm Endgame Team Conrad. I'm Team Jeremiah right now. Okay. It's for right now. I, I, like, I don't like I, them I together like long term. I get that a lot. No, I totally get it. Because I'm, even as I am completely Team Conrad, I am enjoying yeah. the Jeremiah time that we're getting. <laughs> yes. I'm enjoying their relationship. In their, and I think I'll enjoy their story. But I, I, I will not probably enjoy Conrad's story because I have read the books. So we'll just point that out too. And I am still Jeremiah, even in the books. So I'm not that. I'm not at all. I like the I Jeremiah TV them better than the books. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. I, I do like TV. I like TV versions of both of them, of everyone better. Mm. I like the TV show better than the books, which I rarely say. Mm. TV show's better. I think. See, usually I like reading books before I ever watch the show or movie or anything. But this time I kind of enjoyed mm. watching the show and then listening to the it's books. Nice. Mm-hmm. And really, since the books are narrated by that helped. Yeah. See, that I didn't I just so read much. them. I didn't listen to them. Mm, it oh, really it helped. helped so much because you heard Belly. Like yeah. the way was- she said things. It was honestly hard for me, like, as we get into this, I may have to be like, wait, did this happen in the book or the TV show? Because where it's Lola reading it to me, it, it's mm-hmm. like, I think I pictured it happening in my mind either way. Yeah. So, like, it, yeah. I might get confused. We'll see. E, did well, you read the books? I've never read the books. So if I don't rec, so if it doesn't sound familiar to me, it was in the show. That'll be perfect. Well, you will be our books, official though. judge. Yeah, they are like, good. There is a lot of like when I when I was listening to the books, there are a lot of lines that are word for word. Yes, mm-hmm. 
and the, that was really interesting to me because usually when books are going from books to movie you don't get that you get it very little this adaptation lines but it was like yeah. word for word stuff and even little bitty stuff mm-hmm. that she would mention in the book would be like in the background of the show yeah, there's like, something in the last episode that i was like oh and i didn't care for it but i was like well there's that okay I think I think in most TV adaptations, the writer that. of the series is not as involved in the script as Jenny Han mm-hmm. is. Yeah, True. she was why. extremely involved. I think that was awesome because I think she's one of the showrunners, right? As well, I think yes. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was even and- making TikToks about, oh, you think these songs only play with there, but so you know she has a hand in even choosing the music mm-hmm. for scenes too. And this I didn't even know she was to all the boys I've loved before. Mm-hmm. My daughter kept putting her out in those movies, like, oh there's the she there's always makes an appearance yeah yeah i never didn't even know it yeah until about halfway through mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so let's make sense let's dig into the characters what do you want to start with i think we got to start with belly don't we have to start yeah. with belly she's our start with character. isabel what do we want to say about her <laughs> <laughs> she's annoying i am not a fan that's um i think i want to say no i love belly yeah, i, I do. really do I Ooh, even i are going to team up on amanda and Jeanette. this is not a combination that usually happens this is no, like a I mean, brand new thing no i mean it, she does make stupid decisions mm-hmm. but she's the youngest one out of them all she's supposed yeah. to be making dumb decisions mm-hmm. but really when she has two of these fishermen <laughs> i didn't uh, think about that i just heard that but, <laughs> but I'm, I mean, like what well, would you do as a 16 year old girl when you got exactly. both of these boys like coming out like choose one come on that's what no, i do I, I would 100 percent 16 year old i would choose one too i would choose i would choose the other one but um <laughs> all know, right I, now but i can definitely see why like i can see how this could happen I mean, especially when, like, they're both showing you attention, and I think that's what it is. Now, I think it's, she's now, and we are going to, she's going to make a choice, and I think, you know, had she not been 16, this would be like, okay, well, this is, like, what are you doing here? But, like, because she's, I don't know, I see Belly as, like, I almost look at her as, like, which is awkward, because I look at the boys as, like, I picture myself as, like, a teenage girl when I'm, like, thinking about them, like, you know, even though they're adults they're all adults well, that's because so you don't want to feel right. like you belong in jail right they are all adults though so like <laughs> no i was googling ages when Same. i was watching the show i was like okay can i find this guy attractive <laughs> but i do that a lot with the like some of our shows you like, wait a minute Especially like there has to be a teenagers. certain if they can drink is where i draw the line if they can legally go into a restaurant and order a drink that is where i draw the line they're under that no but like maybe it's because i'm a girl mom so like belly though i see like i view her as like my daughter and so like i give her i think a little bit more i don't know like leeway here and then like okay like i understand like what you're doing here like this is this is dumb and i want to shake her sometimes and be like please don't don't do that like there were a couple times when she says things this season that i'm like but you don't actually mean that so like let's not say that okay but so, i think she truly believes i think she it. thinks she means it you know what i mean like and so that i mean i don't i give her i think she's okay in the book belly i liked her a lot less like in the book belly kind of drove me nuts yeah see she didn't to me she seemed about the same to me as she never grew <laughs> she remained this immature back and forth oh you're talking about book girl. three though Book but i mean yeah, she remained okay. she so was the same character three. in book three that she was in book one and two 
I know, but book three, there was a time jump there. So book three, she annoyed me a little bit more because yes, she's supposed, she's to, supposed be. to be, True. but she's yeah. still 19. Well, yeah. And that she will I bother mean, me if she remains true to her book character. When we get to season three, then I may change my mind because I might be like, okay, Isabel, you're going to need to like, get. I think they're going to mature her. I think they're going to mature her for this show. I mean, they've already matured her in season two. Yeah. Because as we know, with spoiler alert, I don't know if Eve, when you close your ears, like the fireplace scene never happened. Yeah. You know, I was mad that, about that. To I'm me, not. I think that they will mature her in season three because that's just the fan base. The fan base wants that majority well, of them. But I think I, it changes a lot. I it, think it that's changes. exactly it. But I think it'll be okay because one of the things like, and I know we were going to like, and I mean, maybe we should warn like our, if our listeners don't want book spoilers, like you might want to go read the book yet. before you come back and listen to us because there's going to, we're going to do it. Um, yeah. They all kind of start going into one another. Because Jeremiah hard. kind of, even though it's just like, just one little sentence about like, I guess where you can see that he's a little annoyed that they haven't had sex or whatever. I think they will though in this in the sh- if they don't in the series i think that's odd because if you have already slept with his brother and you were you were i'm not like slut shaming or anything but you were quick to go ahead and give that up to conrad i mean like y'all really just started seeing each other mm-hmm. which is okay cool like whatever you want to do girl yeah. like I have she's no been judgment. in love with them for years but like if you then date jeremiah for two years as a college student yeah then you uh, don't yeah. i think that's unrealistic and i think it won't feel natural unless the point they're trying to make is it was never really jeremiah for her jeremiah which is right now it's she still has conrad there well then that will make me angry at belly because Mm -hmm. i think you know i mean i think that's so i definitely think it will change things by adding in that fireplace scene but i also think because this is on prime i think they will be intimate together I mean, these are both adults. They're going to be then playing adults. We've already seen, I mean, my God, the man's like choking her as he's like kissing her on that car. So, I mean, like, I'm sorry, but I think it's going to, I think they're going to be intimate together. That's not as much of a turn on for me as it is for everybody else. Everybody's going to demand we get at least one. If we don't, I mean, like, I feel like that's a disservice to us. Okay. I don't that know. They're very are, deviant to me. There are so many things, like even in the motel at the end of the, like the looks when she like runs her hand along his back. Yeah. And he, like I honestly, in my head, because I watch too many other kinds of shows, I thought like the door in the bathroom is going to be left open just a little bit. Just you know a little I mean? bit, you know, you know mirror that, action. And then he was going to catch a glance, you know. but he's a good guy. He would leave just like he did. But I thought there was going to be that moment of like a little more tension and they didn't do it. So I think season three there, I think it will. The show itself is maturing with each season. I think season three is going to be a little more mature. The problem with that is that that is going to completely alter. Like they're going to have to really, truly destroy Jer's character then if Conrad's endgame, if that's the case. Because I don't think so. Yeah, because the big thing there is that he had sex with someone else because the idea was Belly wasn't giving it up to him. That's how Belly felt about it. That's why Belly was so hurt by it, even though that's not really why it happened. I'm not that's sure where Belly's head was. So if they already do that in here, then that's going to completely alter that argument that jump started them getting engaged. I think Eve, you know basically what happens, right? Don't you? Or do you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, but see, the thing is, like, I, I view that as it's going to be more of a like Rory Logan situation from the Gilmore Girl. So it's still going to cause an issue. But I think they're going because of things that we'll discuss later here of the way things play out. Unless, I mean. 
they changed that last episode and they added scenes that do happen but happen at a later period of time than they which do. ones the cold conversation with conrad and jeremiah which i know we're jumping all over the place oh yeah that's in book three that's in book three because that is what causes the big argument jeremiah had no idea that conrad was still into her and still in love with her he honestly didn't so i think the fact that he knows now is going to change things i think they're going to have to alter this and like amanda said they're going to have to end things cordially rather than have her break his heart like that yeah they're they're going to have to like agree to split or something I mean, he, he can't bring her infinity necklace back to her at the on her wedding the night before her wedding he's already given that to her like there's so many things that have already happened that Unless we're gonna have somehow to... gives it back to him I but i it was very i mean they made a point for her as she was putting it in her pocket that they made that a point in and the they motel made, the scene was almost exactly what happens but it happens the night before her wedding instead so i think we're changing things in the way that it plays out i do too i think if you don't it's gonna feel weird because it's not it's not gonna play out right in my mind like you change too much stuff here to not go ahead and change things later i think the end result will remain the same yeah i but i I think think we will get there on a different road I'm okay with that as long as I I do not like it when book adaptations that people love the series they love the book that's why a show has been created or a movie has been created and then they mm-hmm. change the ending I hate that well, I hate it except for the divergent things that was crap here's something that I, I I don't I didn't read this article but I read that there was an article where Jenny Han and so I don't know how true all this is I didn't hear it from Jenny but that she was honestly unsure of who she wanted Endgame to be when she went into book three so that's why book three jeremiah seems kind of like whoa what has happened to this guy i almost feel like she felt the need to destroy him and this is a long time ago so maybe she is now regretful of that and she's like okay we're going to do this differently because team jellyfish is not having it like i mean there's a lot of jeremiah fans even that have read the book well i think here's the problem though i think that in casting they expected belly to have the chemistry with connor that she would have with jeremiah yeah. And those actors, I mean, nothing, nothing bad against Chris, okay. but the chemistry between Belly and Jeremiah, between Lola and Gavin is so much more intense. And I mean, I, I think that she was probably not expecting, they were, they were given a script saying, okay, this is what your character's roles are. This is where it's going. I don't think she expected them to have the chemistry that they did. Do you know when else that happened? That happened when they made the Vampire Diaries and oh, Elena ended mm-hmm. up with Stefan in the books. But Ian and Nina fell in love, and there we go. Oh. Things change. That's right. That's when I started watching the Vampire Diaries when they switched the ending of the books. I was like, mm. so Belly, what annoyed me about her, and this was kind of in in the first season too, and honestly, it was how she treated them. Like in first season, she's with Jeremiah. All right, you can say, oh, they weren't really together. All you want, they were together, they were. and they were they were kissing. They were they went to the dead bowl together. They were holding hands together. Susanna saw them together. Conrad kisses her once and then she's like okay since you're my dream I want this and then she goes and tells Conrad and then she has the nerve to say in the beginning of season three I want us to still be friends I'm sorry how dare you (laughs) who do you think you are so that made me mad and then even before they kissed that time in front of the car when everyone was going crazy for the chokehold they she said I didn't even like what she said to him then because even then it felt like a backhanded compliment it felt like you are second choice. And that's just mean when she said, he is my fantasy. 
but I'm ready for something real. Yeah, the idea of something real is nice and sweet, but you're letting her him know that Conrad was your first choice. And well, I, I just, I didn't like how she think, worded it. I think he, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with wording it like that because I think I he, he knew that. Like, we all knew that. Like, it's been clear. And so I think that was the only way of justifying it to him. You couldn't have convinced him that, oh, I'd choose you over Conrad. I always would have chose you over Conrad because that's not true. And we all know that. So we I shouldn't think, say that, but I mean, why point out to him in that moment? Hey, you're second choice. Why do you have to point it out? She said that though. She said Conrad was a fantasy and I want something real. And I like, I think that is true to everyone. He is the fantasy, but like fantasy is not necessarily what you want long-term. Like yeah. you want, I mean, you want, you don't necessarily need those fireworks. Like, you know, with, with Conrad, you want, I think I'm a 40 year old woman now. I mean, 41. Um, Like, I think you want your comfort blanket you want your golden retriever you want your best friend that's what you want long term i mean a soulmate is in my opinion as an old woman here a soulmate is overrated because i think soulmates are a fantasy you want something who's going to go the long haul and so i think that's what she was saying that like i want something real i don't want this dream that i'm having with conrad because he's never gonna like give it to me which at this this point in the story that conrad cannot now book after maturing book three conrad season three conrad maybe he can and that's fine and all but like right now she's right he can't give that to her i felt like she was just so wishy-washy and i get she's a teenager and teenagers can be kind of wishy-washy when they have two boys you know competing for her attention or whatever but i feel like it was her whole personality and it just got boring yeah and whenever she came on screen it was just her I was like can she just please stop talking and then just move on <laughs> somebody else because I just got really tired of her I, I mean I think I did feel that way and that's probably because we were doing this at the end of the season I think I did feel that way maybe like mid-season but then by the time the kiss happened I feel really not even the kiss by the time the pool scene happened and they got their taylor swift song by the way <laughs> was that are you talking about the pool scene with okay. conrad and belly out there when Pelly was going to tell him she had feelings for jeremiah no the one before like when like she pushes jeremiah in the pool and, oh, like, oh, the oh. whole little moment or whatever i think from that point on i don't necessarily think i mean she flirted a tiny bit at party city but i i really think her mind was made i mean she had her moment when she was drunk on the beach but i i think that was sort of her turning point was like realizing like from then on, I think it was Jeremiah all the way. I think the team Conrad saw other things that were thrown, but I don't, I never saw those things. I saw, other, I mean, I, I just didn't see those moments the way that they saw them. See, to me, anytime I think of the party city, I think of her and Conrad. I, I, mean, I, I don't even remember Jeremiah like, having a seat. Those were real different. moments that Conrad and Belly were having right there. They were deep, intimate, connectional moments. I don't think they were flirting though. I think I think it's just their natural pull and attraction to each other. Yeah. Jeremiah is always going to be self-conscious about it. Always. Because I think even, I think no matter what, I mean, because of the way this story has began, she will always have that sort of thing with both brothers, no matter what happens. Because not only is it a flirtation and attraction to both it's also a friendship with both so like there's banter and there's like joking around so like i feel like those things are always going to be there no matter who she's going to pick mm-hmm. which is That's a really true. tough situation yeah. for the boys <laughs> yes i mean it's great for belly sure right and i think that's i think 
I don't think my irritation with her was so much with her as it was for those boys are getting destroyed over and over again. Mm-hmm. I think no, that's I really where my irritation with her came in. And even when um, it was when, okay, when, when she chased after Conrad, mm-hmm. I was a little, ir- I mean, I get why after I watched some TikToks, I get why Jeremiah sent Belly. I was at first, I was like, really, you're going to be the man who's going to send the girl to go get your brother. But I get it now. Team Jeremiah. I understand why he did that. Don't come at me. <laughs> but when he said to her, I don't want you. And she had, she was like, you don't want me. Like, you're choosing Jeremiah. Choose Why not to get hung her? up on that. And then yeah. in the end, when when he right before he gives her the necklace back, he was clearly saying, "I'm I was I was mad that you were together. I was trying to screw it up. So just he wasn't so much saying I didn't mean I don't want you. He was more saying disregard everything I said. I don't want to be yeah. in the middle anymore. He was being a stand up guy. And she yeah. said he has the power to take things away. You just with his brother twice you chose him why are you still getting hung up on the fact that oh conrad doesn't want me relationally anymore conrad doesn't want me romantically anymore you chose his brother stop destroying them both yeah no i can see that i I mean i see it i guess i just i he does emotionally toy with her though he does do hot and cold and he goes back i don't think it matters like i mean i mean i tell my kids all the time you're i mean it doesn't matter if it's on purpose or not if your words hurt someone they're still hurting someone i mean and his words are hurtful a lot of times like flat out i mean him saying that i don't want you was unnecessary like Like, okay let's take it back to vampire diaries though Stefan did the same thing to elena and i don't whenever he was out off with klaus Right, and so, I don't agree with like, but I'm in Stefan. I'm not going to defend Stefan Salvatore. It's not like he, this was a pattern of something he did over and over and over again. Ooh. Conrad has always done this to Belly over and over. His hot and cold push and pull, like that's really. I mean, he's done this his entire life, and I get that that's his personality because he shuts down when he's grieving. Cool, whatever, but like it's still <laughs> affecting someone. I wouldn't say that's his personality. But what I appreciated, what I appreciated about the books is they dove into that a little bit more because he wasn't always hot and cold. It was when the struggle with his dad came up and then he found out about the cheating and then his mom was dying of cancer. And that's why that his, his hot and cold isn't so much to protect himself. I mean, it is a little bit because he's pulling back, but it's to make sure that she doesn't get railroaded by him anymore. It's his self-loathing. That's I, this is. He has this idea that this is who I am. I'm completely dysfunctional. That's not a word. Dysfunctional. Dysfunctional. Jeez. Yeah. He's completely dysfunctional and broken. So I am going to shove you as far away. And it's the same thing that like when Lorelai slept with Chris after she told Luke. That's so terrible. It was terrible. But the reason I under, it was awful. I hated that she did that. But the reason she did it was because she knew if she didn't do that, then there was no severing of the relationship and she was going to mm-hmm. keep going back. And that's kind of what Conrad does is he's like, no, this is going to damage you and it's going to continue to break me. So I'm going to sever it. And that's but why he, he never, says it's mean, but it doesn't sever it because he still continues to go back and forth. So well, he like- did that this time because Jeremiah told him to. Okay. I think we start the series in a very, very odd place. And I think mm-hmm. that's why we have such a huge diversity in teams. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're thrown into this, the summer she turns pretty. So all the other, not all the other summers, I mean, all the other summers, she was little to them, yeah. to both yeah. of them. Yes. She was little, she was the little one. She was always like the, the, the little sister. 
Mm-hmm. And then the summer that she actually comes in and they, they, you know, they notice, notice her, her now, yeah. you know, in that, in a different way, in a different light. Mm-hmm. But that's also the same exact time that Conrad has this huge cloud hanging over his head. I just think it, I think that clash together is why yeah. there's just such a divide because like, that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you can't really, there's obviously a reason why she's so if, infatuated and in love with him from the years past. All these like flashbacks we get are of her and young Conrad at the fair together at, you know, there's dancing. Obviously he was there for another girl, but still, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we saw more of that kind of stuff with Jeremiah and her when they were little. See, that was the weird thing to me because She's in the that. books, it's yeah. Jeremiah who does that stuff with her. Jeremiah is the one who fights for her to come along and take along with the guys. Mm-hmm. And it's Conrad who's like, oh, we really have to bring Belly? But it's yeah. Jeremiah in the books who does that. But in the show, they switched it to make Conrad the one who hangs out with her and teaches her to dance and does all these things. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it with you. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll, I'll show you Belly. He's not like that in the books. But I mean, he is in the show. He is a little bit. I mean, because even in season one, when like she goes to the bonfire and like, no, I Con- mean, in the flashbacks. Well, I think, in I mean, we see the sick day flashback, and that one. I mean, I know people gave Jeremiah such a hard time about he didn't want to stay and hang out Who with her. Who would want to? Why would he want to? And honestly, I rewatched it. It's not like he gave much protest. He said, mm-hmm. he said, "Mom." And then Susanna's like, Jeremiah, he's like, it's fine. I can go boardwalk another day. It's not, I mean, he didn't put oh. up much of a fight here to stay home and hang out with her. So I think that scene was, they didn't give us enough of those, but I think that scene was given to us to show that he did always, now I'm not saying that he was into her because I think he viewed her just as his best friend, maybe until mm-hmm. like, you know, that that's summer okay too. Yeah. I mean, well, I think he was getting confused because they had that handhold in the tent when she was sick. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But that, I, mean, I did have to remind him of that because I thought in the books it was different. I thought he was like, yeah, I'll stay home with Belly. But then I was reminded that, no, that's just, he, had no, to be he didn't want way. to. Because even like in the books, whenever he comes down there, Belly asks, she's like, did your mom come and make you sit with me? But if you notice, he did not tell her that he, no. like, he, he did. He made a point to like be like, no, I wanted to stay. That might be in I the books to. only. It um, is in the books only. Which I think that's appreciate. I th- appreciate that of his personality mm-hmm. because I mean, oh, like, yeah. I feel like Conrad would have been like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like Jeremiah's yeah. like trying to Probably. save her feelings and be but like, Conrad's also be older. The- and, and right. So, I mean, I don't fault him either. Like, I mean, she was into, I'm not sure. I think she was into Conrad because he was the oldest. He was the coolest. He was yeah. as like a young girl. That's but probably he the did, one I would fault He was him. the one in the show who paid attention to her when she was young. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. Not in the books, but in the show, he is the one who paid attention to her when she was young. He was the one who took yeah. time to explain things to her, to invite her along or to show her how to do things. Yeah. It was him mm-hmm. who did that. Stephen and Jeremiah were like, no, we don't want her. Yes, yeah, it's, in the show. It, to me in the books, it's more Stephen and Jeremiah are like, you know, two peas in a pod. They're everywhere. No. Stephen and Conrad in the books. Yeah. In the show, it's Stephen and the Jeremiah. Show. Until, yeah, mixed up. weirdly though, until this season when he's like, Conrad's my best yeah. friend. Like, what? Is Is he? But since when? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both, but yeah. I, I do. I agree. So let's, let's dive into Jeremiah. Now he, I love Jeremiah's character. I, I don't. I am usually Switzerland. I have been team Conrad and team Jeremiah throughout the season. I, in the books, I'm firmly team Conrad, but that's end game. I think right now, Jeremiah is right now. 
And I think he should be right now. I think that mm-hmm. Conrad is not in the mental space to be in any sort of relationship without completely derailing everything. And so he needs to fix himself. So I'm totally yeah. team Jeremiah right now. He did annoy me a couple times. There was once um, in season one, before he and Belly were even a thing, when he was mad that Belly basically told him that she's in love with Conrad or she wants Conrad, he was mad at her. Like, oh, how... What you'll see, I'm paraphrasing because I watched, I binge watched yeah. it on one night, yeah. so I don't remember. But he kept getting mad at her every time she'd say she like Conrad. Like this is not a secret. Like you have yeah. all known this. Yeah. I get that you like her now, and I, I forget how young they are because I know how old they are in real life. So I, yeah. I have to keep remembering that, and it's a struggle for me. <laughs> but then in this season, anytime Conrad, even after Conrad and her broke up, she and Jeremiah made up. They're friends now. They aren't romantic yet. Mm-hmm. Anytime Conrad paid her any attention or she looked directly at conrad to have a conversation with him jeremiah would get like he would get rude and mean like dude she's not your girlfriend and she dated her your brother so get over it stop doing this i don't remember him getting rude or mean i definitely saw he got jealous a lot and i mean he acted out a little more Mm -hmm. but i think he had i mean he had cause to because here he liked her and clearly like she's saying oh i don't want conrad well we know you do girl so like (laughs) That you're obviously messing with his head and so i think that's why mm-hmm. i gave him the pass until like i mean because he was we we see him all season long he is doing everything in his power to push back his feelings like when they sit around and try to play truth or truth or dare like and poor sky not knowing anything it's like i dare you to kiss jeremiah why don't you want to kiss me because like why would he want to kiss you especially in front of his brother and everyone else like he's not gonna do that honey like and I think that's why even mm. I were saying that she was just, she was annoying. Yeah. 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 No, I, I know. That part really did bother me with, with yeah. um, the truth or dare. I was like, gee, I don't know. Have you not been around for the last few years? Yeah. Because when they're in like the, um, the room where they've got like the, twi- they're doing their little Twizzler straws and all that. I think in that moment, he might've kissed her. Mm. He, they got real, real close, but they got interrupted. I thought he I pulled think, away first and then they got interrupted. Away. But he definitely seemed more likely in that moment because I think yeah. he was trying, he was starting to lose himself. He's definitely not going to kiss you in front of a whole group right. of people as part of a game because it's not a game to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's, he, he cares about you. And I think that's why he pulled away before they got the kiss in that theater room because he's been there before. And yeah. after she, she solidified, I want you, Jared. No, I want you, Jared. She was like, oh, just kidding. I want Conrad. See you later. So, I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. why he pulled away because he's been there before. Yeah. And she's just, she's not fair to either one of those guys. She's not. Just like he says in the book, you want your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. No, it's so mean. And, and your cookies he, and your cookies <laughs> and brownies as well. <laughs> what did he say? It's so I, mean, but I was here for it. I don't know. I will I say <laughs> that in the books, they were nicer to Jeremiah because they didn't have the whole makeup or dating thing before Conrad and her got yeah. together. When they made out and then she went up to him and was like, oh, can we still be friends? Yeah, they separated. And I like that Conrad did go to him and tell him this. And he's like, you know, I can't, I get that you feel this way, but this is how I feel. And Jeremiah was nice enough to be like, you know what? Don't let me stop you. But for them to continue to do that in front of him, like, do you know what you did to him, right? <laughs> yes. Like at Thanksgiving. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I was, and, and then even Conrad had, was so shocked when Jeremiah was like, look, if she's going to be here, just tell me, I mean, I don't want to see this. And he was like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you think? Like you came and like, and you also, I mean, 
that was a moment too when he came to ask for his blessing i think that was rude this was still raw and we talk about everything that conrad's going through with his mother's death jeremiah is now in the thick of this i mean he is paying her bills for he is being her only caregiver because we know adam's not doing anything oh useless and so him and laurel i mean and then you walk in and you like you sit down he's obviously and this is like a what a 17 year old boy trying to figure out how to pay all the bills for the family manage all of this and you're like want to talk about your love life conrad that was selfish and that was disgusting in my opinion there's other things happening right now and then he doesn't even help him with the bills after that he just gets up and goes on about his business he had more important business Jeanette. this is why i was not <laughs> upset with jeremiah calling him out that night at that party because I, I mean yes i understand that he shouldn't have given up college to come and I'd like we get that but like this is what jeremiah was dealing with this whole time i can understand why he felt like you were off just enjoying your life and he was stuck there doing that like mm. i get that perspective and I think in the books, it's a little bit easier. And again, this is something they changed because in the books, Laurel is there every day taking care of things. And Adam stepped up at the end. Jeremiah yeah, yeah. didn't have to do that in the books. But Conrad and Jeremiah shared the burden in the books. They were both aware that things were happening. In the show, Conrad had carried that burden by himself for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was getting angrier and angrier and angrier and getting the panic attacks and why he couldn't. And I think that when he went off to school and him not him checking out of doing the household stuff was because he had carried the burden for a long time. And he finally, like, even when he would talk to Belly, my mom's getting, did they say that in the show where Conrad was like, my mom's getting better. Yeah. They did it yeah. when he came to visit her at Halloween or whatever. I think, he or, was, yeah. he was like almost intentionally delusional because he couldn't imagine the idea of his mom being gone and she was going through the trial so with Jeremiah, I I was kind of bummed that they took that away because Laurel, they still made it sound like Laurel was there every day. So they just made me dislike Laurel in the show. He goes, well, yeah. Laurel, what are you doing? You're there every day. You're not going to, you're going to take well, trays off of her lap, but you're not going to help Jeremiah with the bills. You're not, Adam, you were supposed to be there in the end and you're, you're just going to let your son do all this crap. <laughs> where do they live in the books? Because like, I feel like. Boston, I think in the show, books too, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But I think in the show, like. Boston. The others live in like Pennsylvania or something. I don't think they're as close as like, like, I don't think she could be there every day. Like, I feel like in the show, it's a little bit different. Like she's not as close. I don't know where the Conklins live. I know the Fishers live in, in Boston, but I don't know where the Conklins live. I feel like I remember I'm saying something about somewhere in Pennsylvania, which would make it a much further drive. Apparently the beach house is in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. I can't say the word. I'm sorry. Because doesn't she like they said something about like conrad driving all night or something to get to belly or, i don't know driving a long way to get to belly so i don't think they're close enough at least in the show for laura to be there where's brown rhode island because yeah. that's where conrad drove from he drove from the college to belly's house not from his home to belly's house yeah i don't know i just feel i don't know he did he drove know. from new york to belly's house because if they were that rhode close island. together how come these kids never like I mean, Billy points out that she's never seen them in their Christmas sweaters. And if you live that close together, why wouldn't you spend holidays together? So I mm-hmm. don't think they live as close as. But I think in the books, it was that Laurel was like staying there. On the yeah. weeks. It's not like she was driving up every day. She was staying there. And they in the last episode of the season, when Laurel was walking Belly in there, mm-hmm. she did kind of make it sound like. I think at the I've end, been here a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Don't... Like, why did they help Jeremiah with that stuff? well but i think that was prior to that i think that was at the very end that she was Mm. there a lot more like i think during like prom time and all of that like i don't think she's like there like as she was there throughout like 
throughout the nights and stuff. Yeah. What was the corsage parallel that everyone was bringing up? That was, was it Dawson's Dawson. Creek. Pacey mm-hmm. forgetting, like yeah, Pacey forgot. Yeah, I forgot that happened, and I was like, there oh. are so many, so many. I don't care for that parallel. <laughs> so many parallels. The that one. Uh, the one I, I saw. My favorite one today was uh Conrad throwing the basketball with the one hand and looking I don't at like her. That one either. I'm gonna go ahead and ignore that. No, no, it's true. The bar. When did that happen? No. They're comparing it to One Nathan and One Tree Hill with the like oh. at, when they were doing the shootout. Like Nathan also in a game does like a, where he doesn't look at the goal and he just shoots it and makes it. And I noticed that as soon as it happened, and I was like, I'm not. He uh-huh. see parallel. No, he is it's, no Nathan. You just Scott. don't like it because you love Nathan. He's no Nathan Scott. I well, think I'm we not going to deny that. that. I do very much love Nathan, and I do not love Conrad. So. <laughs> All right, so Team Jeremiah, why don't you talk a little bit? Do you have anything else you want to say about Jeremiah? No, I mean I. <sighs> I don't know how to like because I mean people I mean I am I just I think he's I hate to say better brother because now okay I will admit in the last episode I felt really sorry for Conrad I know it's embarrassed to say that um but like I just I I think I understand him more and so I think that he doesn't get the credit he deserves for what he's been going through and I think that goes back to like the conversation he had with Susanna in that he's he's always fine and he's always okay and I think I have a very similar personality to that that like I, I, I basically anything could happen to me and I'm probably not gonna break down in front of you I'm not gonna shut down I'm not gonna like blow you off I'm gonna have a smile on my face that doesn't mean that I'm okay and I think like there's the whole saying of just because someone carries it like well doesn't mean it isn't heavy and I think that describes Jeremiah really perfectly that he is always going to smile through and make sure that everybody else is good, but he is suffering the same things that Conrad is suffering. Honestly, maybe even a little more so because of the fact that he was forced to live it day in, day out. Conrad had college as an escape and as a place that he could go and sort of have a normal life and not think about it. Jeremiah had none of that. He was there every single day living it. And I, I agree. I was so mad at the beginning of the season in the way that all of that played out. I remember watching that first episode and I was like, I I mean, the audacity of them in the way that they're treating him. And even so much as when, you know, Belly, when they first go on their little trip to go find Conrad, the way that she acted like, you know, like they should just be able to jump right back into being best friends. No, he was angry. And I mean, I know he got a lot of crap on TikTok or whatever for you know him cussing and him being angry about like the, like being hateful towards her well i mean I, I i understand why he's being hateful he doesn't want to be around her right now she broke his heart not just as this girl that he had like kissed or whatever but as his best friend she completely abandoned him then yeah i mean so, i like that he but i also like that he says it to her like mm-hmm. you abandoned me well and that's that in my opinion, that's that. the key difference between him and Conrad a lot of times is that Jeremiah like communicates his feelings and that's mm-hmm. a level of maturity that I mean I'm sorry Conrad doesn't have he and that's that's fine I understand everybody's different but like you have to communicate yourself with especially with someone that you're in a relationship with you have to communicate that's how things work up till the last episode with Conrad I remember like looking at my daughter and I was like I mean I'm gonna give him props like when he's telling her how he feels i'm like finally thank mm-hmm. you for using your words conrad because now we're understanding your feelings and this makes it a little easier 
the one thing I will defend Belly on with the friendship thing. And Jeremiah had, I was really glad he said something to her. And I was really annoyed that she tried to act like nothing had changed at all because that's dumb. No matter how you look at it, that's stupid. And I don't think Belly's a stupid person, but she acted like she was. However, when she audaciously asked him saying, I still want to be friends with you. He said, screw you. Basically, no, we're not going to be friends, which was absolutely right. Right. But then he gets mad at her for not being his friend. (laughs) So I was like, you had every right to turn away. And I probably would have done the same thing because what she pulled you was crappy. It was unkind. It was mean spirited. But then you also can't get mad at her because you said, get away from me. We're not friends. So, you know what I mean? And at the funeral, she was there for Jer. She was. At the funeral. I mean, she definitely screwed that whole thing up and made it about her, which was insanity, but didn't see that though that she was there for him because if you realize like i mean she made a plate for him yes but then steven asked to take it up so like in jeremiah's perspective maybe he didn't realize that she was all down there because i doubt steven went up there and was like hey belly made this for you mm-hmm. like he probably didn't he probably was like hey man i got you some food and like it was just i mean belly was the one who was like jared go upstairs i'll bring you a plate yeah but and then steven shows up with yeah. it i mean i can see where that maybe yeah he doesn't realize and then later on he comes and sees that she's looking for conrad or whatever the thing is i'm going to defend her just a touch on the funeral thing oh i I defend her too because here's the thing okay we're all looking at this as Susanna is jeremiah and conrad's mother Hmm. in a lot of ways she is very much a mother figure to belly as well so i would say that 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 hurt that she is feeling is very comparable to the hurt that the boys is probably are feeling too steven included i think those families are so closely intertwined that losing Susanna probably i mean it affected all of them just as strongly as the next i think does anybody else like feel like why they in the book and the show i feel like they exclude steven a lot yeah i, I was really pleased with the show steven because he's a way more prominent in the books he's almost like barely a ba- there. he's a mention barely. here and there mm-hmm. and i hate and that, that made because me he's one of my I favorites <laughs> yes i'm more team staler than i am any other team on this show absolutely i wonder if the reason that i'm a big fan such a big fan of steven is because he isn't there all the time he isn't focused on and i'm just like you know this guy isn't causing problems maybe he's not, <laughs> that's true he's finding he's problematic over here so that, that <laughs> i'm cool with him yeah <laughs> he minds their own business and stays in their lane we'll get even with steven my gosh i'm still waiting for that to drop on spotify I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and download. oh i'm gonna download it <laughs> i'll jam to that song. well eve before we move into conrad do you have anything you would like to say about jeremiah we'll give you guys um, ample room i feel Please. like i just have more to say about why i just don't prefer conrad which i guess we can get into <laughs> a little later um, I think the reason I, I will admit, I think the reason I am more, you know, team jelly is just because I am very, very, very much against team Conrad. So okay. I think it's, I feel like it's a lot more of, I dislike Conrad more than I like Jeremiah. I actually, I mean, like I can see that for me too. Like, I honestly, I feel bad. I mean, if you had made, it's not like Jeremiah, he's sweet and all, like, and, and we know I love him, but like, if you had made Conrad a little more likable, I could see myself being torn a little more, but I'm just not. Who here is oldest child? You are? And you didn't, 
And you guys didn't relate to how he handled grief and how he handled that stuff on the show at all? No. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Because okay. I think Jeremiah is more of that way because Jeremiah is the one taking care of people and taking care of things and like keeping it together for the sake. In my opinion, Conrad acted like a youngest child of just like doing like moping and like doing his own thing and not ca- having a care in the world about how someone else is affected by this. Okay. I didn't mean to offend any youngest children out there. I understand that, <laughs> but like... <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, mean that's the thing. That's a real in thing. In my opinion, like, I mean, I think the oldest child, typically, like myself, I would never, I mean, I would do anything in my power to make sure my brother is taken care of before myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to worry about being in my feelings. I mean, I, I will be, not publicly. I will do this in private and you will never know. And so maybe it's not about like, you know, your age order, but I think that's my personality. And so this is why I related to Jeremiah. Like, I'm going to put a smile on my face and we're going to like pretend all as well. We're going to fake it till we make it. That's what I do. Well, I think with Conrad, I think he thought he was doing that. He was doing a very poor job about it. I think we can all agree he did a very poor job of it. I mean, that's, that's a reality. Even Team Conrad cannot deny that he was kind of well not kind of he was a jerk in most of season one right so we can all agree with that but i think that him him trying to keep the bad news from jeremiah was him trying to protect him from this as long as but that ate him away and i personally relate to that because i i know i came at you guys when i binge watched season one that one night was like um why in the world did no one give me a trigger warning that i was gonna spend the last three episodes sobbing uncontrollably because i had that was poor planning on our part it really was we got two in the zone of these boys and we kind of forgot yeah that's all i knew about it was team jeremiah i can't wait for you to watch this you can tell me what team you're on like susanna dies yeah we're terrible friends to be on to be fair we didn't know that she like was gonna die we thought like i hadn't read the books yet i didn't know if she this trial was gonna save her or not so that's i thought it was I thought it was too. I thought we were at least change that. When even when I found out in the book she dies, like I thought I we was shocked. Too. Episode one, but I was, like, I was very right. confused. I was like, "Wait a minute, <sighs> wait, Susanna died." I I was texting with Jeanette because I was so confused. I said, "So Susanna died. The stuff that's going on with Belly and Conrad at the beginning—that's not a dream. Like that's real." I thought it was all a dream. I was it did very, feel like that at first. I was like, "Wait, what is happening here?" I was very. very I thought it was. Confused. But for me, I had someone I was very close to die of cancer when I was in high school. And while she was going through it, I tried to keep it all to myself. And that made me a very angry, bitter person. I didn't want to inconvenience anyone else. I didn't want anyone else to suffer with what I knew. And so I became very, very angry. And I, beca- I lashed out. I started, that's when I really started drinking and doing drugs was because I needed some sort of outlet because I wasn't. So I think I related to Conrad more because of that. Like I, I can excuse more because I get that where you just don't want anyone else to know this pain. So you try to keep it. Mm-hmm. But when you keep pain, you destroy yourself and you make yourself something that you're actually not. Jeremiah did handle it way more healthy. I'm not denying that. <laughs> He was, he was way more healthy about it. He did. And they both did. I I agree. He does not get the amount of recognition he should for what he went through. Everyone is so focused on making excuses for Conrad that they forget that there should also be allowances for Jeremiah as well. And I'm probably guilty of that too. But I do think that part of the reason that we make so many excuses for Conrad of that is because people are so focused on, well, he's just a jerk. He's just angry. Yeah, but there's a reason he is. 
Yeah. It's not saying that there isn't one for Jeremiah, but there is a definite reason that this is his pain. And because he's yeah. trying to take the pain from everyone else so no one else feels it, he has become this otherworldly thing. Yeah. And honestly, had that been like what happened in season one and he he learned from that, whatever happened. Okay. And then we move into season two and she gets sick again, but he reacts the exact same way. So it feels like you, you, you learned not, and I understand that's just a reaction, but it's still, it's still not fair to belly regardless of that. And I was looking at it because like I said, I'm a girl mom. So I'm looking at her as like my child and that is not fair for her to experience that. Like her prom experience was awful. I that don't care what bad. he's going through. That was that bad. was uncalled for. That was bad. Yeah. No. I'm... He says really, and in the books, it's even worse. I feel like in the books, he actually says really terrible. He's mm-hmm. he's actually emotionally abusive to her. In the books, yeah, a little bit. The They've taken that out in the show. I think because it wouldn't. These books were written a long time ago, and I think it wouldn't fly right now in twenty twenty three. But I also all. think there would be Someone no coming like, back from that. Yeah. <laughs> Book Conrad wouldn't survive this show, like to see it played out on screen. No one would be Team Conrad. And in the show, Conrad at prom, when she was like, just tell me the truth, he actually looked a little bit broken that she was gonna remove herself from him. Yeah. So there was there was that sympathy that you felt from a little bit there. No, because then he could have just spoke up and been like he was broken. Well, consequences are what they are. That doesn't mean she has to stick around and, and oh I agree. You know, just like Jeremiah had every right to be like, screw you, Belly. We're not friends. Yeah. I think Belly had every right to be like, well, Conrad, I'm not doing this with you anymore. It's too painful. I got to stop. But I can, I can just understand why he's doing what he's doing. My inclination. I mean, I'm 40 years old. Okay. And it took me until I was 38 to start going to therapy and be like, oh, that's why I've reacted this way my whole life. Okay. Okay. Conrad's not going to therapy. He yeah. doesn't have those tools. This yeah. is so I understand him more, which is why I can. I'm not excusing what he's done. What he's done is still bad, but I can understand him better than mm-hmm. I understand like the things that because Jeremiah really does. I think they next season they should do a better job, not just showing how he communicates, but showing his pain. Mm-hmm. Because I think that he did go through a lot of pain, and I don't. I think in the books they almost talk about his pain a little bit better than they show in the show. They do, I think. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Conrad? Do you want to destroy Conrad now? Is that is that what you're hoping to do? I'm not going to completely destroy him. I think my I think my problem with Conrad and why it forced it just had me leaning more towards Jeremiah is yes, I get that in a lot of ways he's very broken. We saw that a lot in season one, and I understand why. I mean, you know, watching your mother like watching your mother go through that is gonna you know kind of take its toll on anybody but I feel and this maybe this is just an issue with how he's written as a character but I feel like that was his whole character mm-hmm. him being moody and sad that's what I'm saying is we we got thrown into no, this like and I feel like there's mid. nothing else to him yeah and then we have Jeremiah, who, you know, we're seeing a lot more, you know, light and airy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of, that, that was really my yeah. big issue with Conrad, was that his entire personality was made out to be, he's just moody and angry all the time. Isn't that what, that's what my, my that's what Elena says. Like, I feel like she said those words, like, I get that you're sad and you're grieving, but you don't have to make it your entire personality. And I'm like, this is from the mouth of an 11 year old she's like 
you know granted she's not experienced anything like that but that's exactly what she said too like it's it's hard to watch she compared her from to uh Peyton from One Tree Hill and since she said that I was like oh my god like this explains so much because I hate Peyton too yes he does have the whole Peyton personality yeah he's just self-destructing yeah and that's the other thing too that I like better about the books is the books in the in the show we also forget that he also knew about the cheating that his dad did on Susanna when she True. was going through the sickness and that Susanna was sick. I, does Jeremiah ever really find out about Adam cheating on Susanna? Because I don't think he does. I don't uh, think he's ever really told. I don't know if they say if he does or not. I mean, I would hope that he does. But I why? brought up on the show, at least. I don't know about the books, though. Well, in the books, they do a better job explaining the moodiness by saying that he knew about Adam and this other woman and he realized everything he was doing was to please his dad and he was so angry at his dad for what he did to his mom that he began fighting everything his dad said no matter if he liked it or not he fought his dad because he was so angry at his dad and not only that took over but also trying to keep the pain from anyone else took over but that doesn't have that perspective doesn't come into play till book three well, yeah, we get the perspective oh, of free, but that's, that's why he is the way he is in books right. one and two. So maybe we will like see flashbacks and we will get that next season. I was telling Amanda earlier, honestly, both books and show, if we could if they could have been written all three of them from the point of views of Deli, Jeremiah, and Conrad. Would have been better. I think it would have been better because we would have seen ever because we've already formed our opinions. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to Conrad explaining himself, and it's it's hard to go backwards. I think once you've already said like, "I don't like him," like you might be like, "Okay, well that sucks," but like it's hard to change your mind and how you feel about him. At least it was for me. Oh, it wasn't for me. Well, it was for me. Maybe I'm a little <laughs> more ruthless that way, but I don't know. But I would have loved to have seen because also in book three with the the cheating that happens, which isn't cheating at it's all. Not cheating. Um, but I'm gonna it's say that crappy. everybody calls it cheating. It's just you know terrible behavior but still um i would have loved to have had jeremiah's pov there because he honestly believes they're broken up whereas belly's saying we knew we were getting back together you did did he know that like we don't like we're only reading that from her perspective at that point so it would have been nice to know what his point of view was from that fight because I feel like he honestly didn't know if they were getting back together or not. It's it's Logan all over again. And I will defend <laughs> it until I die. Well, I think given how immediate he came back to her, I think he did know that this was know. going to be fixed. But that's just, but again, this is something that is open because it's not from his point of view. It's completely open to interpretation. Yeah. Amanda, do you have anything else you want to say about Conrad? Since you are firmly, firmly team Conrad. No, I mean, I think we covered it all. Eve, you were Team Conrad for a day. What happened there? She got confused. Hey, got confused. Jeanette is not allowed she to speak right confused. now. <laughs> You're gonna mute me. <laughs> I, gosh, I don't even remember. I was watching it. Was it like episode one or two? It was, it very- was like three. I'm pretty sure. Jeanette even remembers what episode it was. Jeanette, Jeanette remembers very well because that was the day she realized she was all by herself. Actually, it might have been too because it might have been after the fire. I think I know what happened. I know what happened because it almost got me. I had to force it down. During the fireplace scene, they played that song from Romeo and Juliet, which my generation, that's a big deal because that's, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio and all that nonsense. So I think it probably tugged your heartstrings and 
Yeah, because I think that was what it was when we were seeing all the flashbacks. You just got confused. Yeah, it got, it really confused me because I was like, oh, well, you know, I do really like them together. They're kind of cute. And then when we got more, and then- like a month. And then he's back to his old jerk self. When the flashbacks were all over, and then we got back into, I guess, you know, like reality, like, you know, current day, I was like, oh, gross. Nope, never mind. I was like, that that was a mistake. And you know what's what I need to point out here is when you liked Conrad was when Conrad was not in his grief and his pain and when he was like healthy mentally. That's when you liked Conrad. Yeah. Yes. Look, I can tell you I've been in those relationships. You cannot build a life on not knowing what kind of mood someone is going to be in from one day to the next. That is why I am team Jeremiah right now. But I know that Conrad, because I've read the books, I know that Conrad is seeing that he has a problem and he makes a concerted active efforts to take care of those issues and be better we'll see he will i don't think the, don't think the books say that i mean i think they they imply that it's gonna happen we've not seen that proof no, so therefore we, i can't I see it in book three mm, i don't <laughs> not when you come and like jolt her like how much you love her on the night before her wedding to your brother like isn't that no. a conversation that jeremiah and conrad had though hmm? didn't conrad no. and jeremiah be like in no, book no, three no. didn't that happen in book three yeah, but he tells Belly he loves her before he speaks to Connor, before he speaks to Jeremiah. He does the whole Belly thing beforehand. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, Rude. we could <laughs> we could so talk about these two forever, but we're going to move on to one that we can all agree on. We're going to move on to Stephen and Taylor, better known as Staler, which Staler. great Love ship it. name. Exactly. Great ship name. Exactly. Love them. I have so, been shipping them since they played chicken in season one and yep. he hopped and she hopped on his shoulders since then. That was even prior to their first kiss. I was like, I like it. I want it to happen. The whole, my best friend's older brother trope. It's wonderful. Been here for it the whole time. So for those of us who've read the books, I did not like Taylor in the books. Um, I, I she was kind like, of a brat. Book one, I didn't like Taylor. By book two, I think I she was like coming into her like. I liked her book three. I got tall, like her attitude was more tolerable because I was just, I, was, I think I was visualizing, granted, I've seen the show first. So like, I think I'm visualizing like Rain's portrayal of Taylor. And so it's, it was easier to accept that, you know, okay. like when she packs Billy, Belly's bag and it's just all skimpy stuff, like Belly was offended, but I laughed because I'm like, that's so Taylor to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it made me laugh about it, I guess. I don't know. So. She had moments of funny for me, moments of light for me, but overall, and she annoyed the crap out of me. I thought she was a brat right up until book three. She's much less likable in the books, for sure. Did you think so, Amanda? Mm. Yeah, book one, book two and three, I feel like she was just, you know, that friend you have that will do anything for you, but they'll always put themselves first. Yeah. In a way, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has one. Yeah, in their lives that's somewhere, just, you know, there's they'll is. do anything for you, but they will always put themselves first. <laughs> Which, yeah. if you think about, like, even show Taylor, I still feel like that's actually her character, uh-huh. but we like her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think she we the, love the, her in the show. The more yeah. you sit and think about it, she is true to her character, even in the show of what she was in the books. We just uh-huh. grow to love it more. Because she's see- not as much of a brat in the show as she is in the books. She kind of is in season one. A I lot of people see dislike, that. 
season one I would, Taylor. I would say when I was listening to the books, I felt like she was a little bit more B-I-T-C-H-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, than than she is in the show. But yeah. there was, I mean, there there is a difference between season one and season two Taylor to me, show wise. Yeah. So I would I will say that in the books, I didn't like her character but there were moments that she made me laugh in the show i love her character but there were moments where i was like whoa that was mean yeah so just mm-hmm. reversed Eve, yeah. do you like show taylor i do i love taylor i've always loved taylor from the beginning i mean at the very very beginning of season one i really saw her as more of a i guess kind of fake friend i mm. i, I know what i mean kind of like you know belly's hanging out with her but they're not like yeah it's friends but i had my mind changed like real quickly mm-hmm. as far as she was concerned and yeah. she's just i don't know she's fine see her as like the brooke davis of the show she's just fun yeah i don't get the reference and that's a good uh, character arc too. Hill. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh one thing we didn't talk about conrad is sassy conrad okay like, I can go back because Sassy Conrad, I am actually a little bit into. It's definitely um, Stefan with his humanity turned off, by the way. You all know this about me. I don't like Stefan, but Ripper Stefan, love him. It's so yeah. weird. So, like, I, you like I, Silas I, and Ripper Stefan. I love it. And I mean, like, because it's not me. Like, I mean, even in that moment of the car when Sassy, like, because Sassy Conrad came out a little bit towards Aunt Julia and stuff like throughout. And every time I would laugh, I'm like, okay, I like Sassy Conrad. <laughs> Even in the car, even though he's given it to like Belly and Jeremiah. Excuse they, me. But <laughs> when he's like, Who, the world will never know. Like about the best. <laughs> like, I love it. And I was like, okay, I like they deserve this. They were just making out on your car in your sweatshirt while they're waiting on like And they're, they're surprised to see him. Like, aren't I know? Aren't you waiting for him? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you knew he was coming, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, you could. I laughed and said, like, you just bought the sweatshirt from Finch. You could, at the very least, have changed your shirt, Billy. Like, <laughs> you could at least change your shirt. But um, no, I I love Sassy Conrad. Like, I think he's funny, and I was here for it. I mean, with the Sour Patch Kids, man, did y'all see? Like, Sour Patch Kids on Twitter were going. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Like, I love it. Whoever is in charge of their social media, give them a raise. <laughs> yes, that was so good. I love yeah. the people on social media who are taking this seriously. Like, I'm gonna throw away all my Sour Patch Kids now. And then there was one person who was like, Sorry. a couple people were he like, "Is this smart people. to alienate your businesses? Like, fuck you." <laughs> Yeah, he's like a block you too. Like, I think that's hilarious. Like, he's and so I'm, funny. I'm before, I like I told I sent you all that picture. I felt really bad the next night. I had my like family size bag of Sour Patch Kids that I was eating, and I was like, I'm so sorry, Jeremiah. Like, I feel like I'm just <laughs> you right now. Oh man, now you're gonna send you and Eve a whole bunch of Sour Patch Kids. I I'm cool with it because actually I I love. I was Sour gonna Patch say, kids. can you send me some? And, and I actually do agree that Swedish fish taste like candles. So, I love okay, that's Jake's when, favorite. When the Sour Patch account was even coming at Swedish Bitch. <laughs> yeah, but no. I'm like, no. But, you know, I don't even like Twizzlers or Slushies either. So, I mean, me and Jeremiah cannot have snacks together. This is just not going to happen. So, I did. That was another. You mean to tell like, me you would not? I'd eat a Twizzler. A Twizzler and a drink. Sure no. would. Sip it with Gavin. <laughs> Look, I can't. I am 40 years old. I could be his mother. So, no, I should not. Here, I notice a difference in language there. 
Because you started with I can't, and then you said I should not. <laughs> so I, mean, I physically could, and I, I feel I like that's a differentiation that should be clear. I would want to. She wants to, but she's trying to be responsible. Look, he's a grown man. If he chooses to share a Twizzler drink with me, we can do it. We're going to but... see another article that says Kentucky woman divorces husband. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna make sure it's verified before I like divorce anybody. Okay. There you go, David. You're safe. Blue, che- blue checks only. Okay. <laughs> the only way that's you heard it here first. You want to scam Jeanette out of money and relationships? Have a blue check next to your Gavin. You, you need to be verified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But I did like to um when they were getting the house party stuff, and they were Jeremiah and Conrad were turned down for their fake IDs. And Belly came out with all the booze. And then Conrad did, he did, he was like, I thought Coco was your specialty. Okay. Like that was a little that moment, that was like the one time that I was like, okay, Conrad. Like that was kind of cute. But still, like most of the time he gives me the ick. Um, but that one in particular, I was like, well, that was kind of cute, I guess. And I also laughed at him. There was something else in Party City. I remembered all his funny scenes because I liked them. When she was like, There's nothing fun in your shopping cart, he said, these plates are covered in glitter. And I was like, okay, that's funny. Like, when it's like funny, like I can get on board, but that's you know. good headspace, Conrad. That's who he is How naturally. How long is that going to last? Like, you can't ever bet on that. Like, it's just, it's exhausting. After he gets help. Well, I mean, I'm not going to wait. Sometimes help doesn't always, like, I mean, I'm not going to sit around and wait for that to happen. I am. <laughs> No. so steven though is one who he's funny all the time like all yes. the time i yeah. love the scene with when they showed up to volleyball camp first of all i'm a volleyball coach so this volleyball stuff that wasn't as heavy in the books makes me very happy yes makes I me like very it. very happy it, i just yeah. every time they're playing volleyball like, oh okay okay when um jeremiah was like well you could stay and watch your girl too he's like, mm. <laughs> well first what taylor said first of all i'm no one's girl but my own and she's like we're not that couple i was low-key hoping like they were he was gonna say that but then i was like no you know you're right like you're not that couple yeah. and that's okay that you're not that couple well, like, see when he was saying no i thought he was saying no to taylor like no we are that couple and that's what i thought he was saying at first until he shoved her in the forehead and said i'll yeah. see you later <laughs> i mean i'm sorry when he showed up to the restaurant with those roses <laughs> he oh as soon as he had those roses i knew it in my head i, I like, didn't oh that bitches need roses too like that's exactly because i loved it when she said that because i was like yes taylor they do but then what he said there for my bitch <laughs> she was like what the whole table the girls were like what excuse me but i love that taylor got it and she still laughed and thought it was cute because she understood what he meant and she yeah. defended him to the girls yes yes as soon as he said that i was like dude i know where you're going with that but you know you have to kind of plan it out next yeah because that just came out very very bad i mean steven what they was the i don't know they were just great together Mm -hmm. i think everything about them from the him trying to impress in the beginning of the like series like doing the like crowd like surfing or trying to whatever (laughs) that was so embarrassing i mean i was like oh my god when when he got out there and started stripping his shirt off i was like oh no that's (laughs) that's the line of the song where he's like i've seen him with his shirt off (laughs) he said you tried to he said you jumped off the stage and kicked your fam in the face like i I didn't i've listened to this song you have to listen (laughs) you gotta listen to all the words i did i 
I heard that I line. Like I was like, what to... did, when did he kick somebody in the face? But we, need to, like, we need to like insert that scene here on this podcast for everybody to like jam out to get an even with Steven. Oh, that was it. that was a brilliant line there. Good job, Milo. That was funny. I mean, probably, I was like, why? I mean, me and Elena both were sitting there. I was like, why is this like beat kind of good, actually? Like, I was, I was jamming to it a little bit too. He was. <laughs> it was clever lyrics. I mean, like, it was it was actually good. Like, very mentioned it. They're like, it's pretty good. So to talk about the graduation before we skip it up, skip because it up. <laughs> skip that, was it up. A, that was a fun way to say it. Skip it I don't know. I, I felt like I was more mad at Belly how she was acting versus Steven. Yeah. Steven like, said one mean thing to her, but the rest of the time it was, she was being an idiot. Well, she kept pushing, like yeah. pushing and pushing and pushing. He's going to eventually explode because he's hurting too, but he's just trying to have exactly. one night. Of just not thinking about it and mm-hmm. drinking and I'm sorry, but you know, kind of just forgetting about this awful thing that mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. just went through. So yeah. I I was really disappointed in Belly and how she acted. At the same time, it's okay for her to act like that too because she's going through the same things and that's yeah. how she is making the outlet. I don't know. I didn't. I did not like how belly's handled the situation situation really when she was supposed to be his driver she yeah. left him there yeah and then she left him and i was like the only thing in my head was how is he getting home now but at will least- he be responsible yeah but it also did give us that great car it- scene him go, yeah him riding home uh, in the back with milo and taylor yeah it was great i'm sorry when the, the first time because I, I rewatched episode one today to kind of remember where it started Mm-hmm. Yeah. and when his head just pops up out of that back seat, you're like oh he's there oh my gosh I mean I don't know the whole like I mean really Steve Staler was just Staler. it was by far the best part of this this season in my opinion I would have I loved agree. to have seen more mm-hmm. of them um because I mean it's the one thing we all agree that, that last episode good. where she kisses him against the car and how he Oh I my said, what gosh, that was hot. People like <laughs> that was a better like... kiss than choking belly out. Well, I don't know about that. It was still good. <laughs> Did you see the TikTok though, where he said like it was Jenny Hong, where he said like I felt like a Disney princess. Yeah, yes. popped up there. I was like, oh, God, he's so cute. You guys are gonna disagree with me here, but what I absolutely loved about that is they weren't really kissing. I loved that, but it well, looked like it from the other side. Yeah, that's well. Because their face was like this, and his lips were like right here, and hers were right here, so they were. She just tilted her head, so they weren't actually like making out. I I like that as actors. I mean, I have to imagine mm-hmm. that's difficult to make out with everybody all the time. So Probably. I and how many scene? I mean, how many scenes was that to <laughs> do? Yeah. They have to do it over and over, over and over yeah. and over. even Shelby, my seven year old. Okay, like she was like, "What are you?" Saying? She's like, "What's the summer term pretty?" I said, "With the brothers, what brothers?" I said, "Remember with Conrad and Jeremiah?" She said, "Oh, Jeremiah, he's the one with those blue eyes." Yep. <laughs> like even my seven year old recognized. Although she likes Stephen, she gets real good giddy when Stephen comes on the screen. He's her guy. So I I love while we're while we're jumping back a little bit. Oh, you know, keep going off of Stephen and Taylor to go back up to Jeremiah and Conrad. But when when Conrad's packing up his room and his roommate's like, I thought I felt a little vibe <laughs> between them. You I mean, how could you? you he's beautiful. How could you not know? Oh, you know him. You've seen him. He's your brother. Those eyes. <laughs> You've seen his eyes. Billy Eilish wrote a song about those. <laughs> Is that what he said? 
Yeah, talking about ocean blue eyes. That's what I was joking to. I'm pretty sure my daughter was listening to that song today. And I'm like, I've never heard her listen to that before. But now she's all about some ocean blue eyes. <laughs> so to get back on to Stephen and Taylor, we're going to bounce back to Jeremiah and Conrad a million other times. Mm-hmm. But I think Stephen's biggest flex this whole season, it was my favorite Stephen scene, is when she asked Milo what her middle name was. And Stephen <laughs> is the one who answered. It was like, Oh, that's I loved good. It that. was Mackenzie, right? No. Madison. Madison. Yeah. <laughs> the way he looked back at him and he said that, I was like, oh, oh, that was a good move. That was she that re- was nice. I, I love, love that she heard him too. You, mm-hmm. you remembered my middle name. I was like, <gasps> oh. Like, that scene was already really adorable with that whole dance, just because mm-hmm. it was light and funny. And the fact that he had it memorized, like, that was cute. But then afterwards, one of my favorite things for, like, in these shows when someone's professing their love or as he said deep like you know because he wouldn't say that it was love um is when they say that you are my favorite person and yes. that is what he told her because that is something i know you don't watch jenny and georgia but that is something else that marcus tells like jenny you are my favorite person i love it when that is a line used because i don't there's so much power behind even like saying I love you, like you can love lots of people, but for you to say you are my favorite person, I mean, that's you, you yeah. are number one in their eyes. And mm-hmm. I just, I think that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love, I mean, there's nothing I feel like I dislike about Staler at this point nothing. in time. Other than I got nervous when we found out that they were on like, that she's team jellyfish and he's team Bonrad mm-hmm. and they were fighting over it. And I was like, oh no, like. <laughs> This, these ships have already driven a lot of people apart. They cannot drive Stephen and Taylor apart because this will really hurt me. Mm-hmm. But they, I love they handled it. They got over it. Like, you know, like. And the fight wasn't even so much about Bonrad or Jellyfish. It right. was about her fear. Mm-hmm. Yes. I See, think you know, that, that needed to be done and said, though. If you are listening to this, know that we can attest to this as adult women. That relationship is how you have healthy communication in a relationship. Yes. Just would like to point that out to everybody who's watching this. Yeah, you mm-hmm. talk through when you're having, I mean, even even Taylor, she had a moment there and like she kind of acted silly, but very quickly did she apologize for like the way she reacted and she yep. she talked about her feelings and said what she was thinking. That is what we do. Mm-hmm. We all have bad moments. Like no one's faulting Conrad for like having bad moments. We just need Conrad to recognize and make up for these moments. Mm-hmm. And we also need Jeremiah to not pretend like things don't bother him because that's not and healthy that's, either. It's not. I agree with that. So yeah, Staler for the win. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. The other thing that made me laugh was when he was listening to that diss track by Milo. <laughs> when he was saying how he landed it. Or no, it was when he was in the diner with the girls. And they were saying how they heard that he had punched him in the face. And he was like, what? That's not even true. He did land on me. I know. Well, what was, <laughs> even when he's listening to the track and he's like mocking the rap and he's like yo 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 or whatever. Like, like <laughs> I'm telling you what, Sean is probably like one of my favorite people on the show because he's so funny too. Like yeah. I think it's naturally funny. It just mm-hmm. comes like I just imagine that he ad libs a lot of stuff. Like apparently yeah, a lot of them do. I was gonna say I imagine him and Rain both probably. They just seem like that type that just kind of roll with the scene and see what happens. So apparently Jeremiah and Conrad both do they also ad lib a love whole that. bunch conrad more than gavin that yeah, car scene gavin chris yeah, said that he was ad libbing 
he said he was ad-libbing for every take and he was like yeah and um i think jeremiah got a little over it and jeremiah's like yeah i got mad a few times because <laughs> he just kept going oh my god then why is he actually paul he just kept going he kept going <laughs> he said it was really know, hard to get I'm into saying. that headspace so once he was in that headspace he just had to stay there yeah well that makes me think that he actually is like paul wesley and if you guys have ever seen interviews with gavin gavin is so much like ian summerholder like it's wild yeah, he's really parallel. sweet and caring he's and sweet and just hot, like, cares about the environment you know. and just all of this really like nurturing type. like i don't know so speaking of the conklins laurel is another one i can't mm-hmm. tell if i like her better i was talking to Jeanette about this a little bit i can't tell if i like her better in the books or the show i don't really uh, remember show. because they mesh together no. for me Show. So I think in the show, but there's pieces in the show that she does. And I'm like, oh, dude, come on. But then there's also. She pe- was so much worse in the books. She's so cold in the books. Like, whereas like Very. in the show, and I, I think it's just because it's visual. In that she's still cold in the show. But like we, we can see like emotion behind it. And like, I think that's, that's where true. shows can be different. And one of my favorite things about Laurel is something didn't happen in the books. And it's that conversation that she had when um she belly calls her and asks her about like her dad how did you know that you weren't in love anymore and i think that was really wise advice that when she says you know you have to think about are you or do you want are you remembering what you used to have or are you looking forward to what you could have and i think that's really wise advice and i think it's what's led i also think it's an interesting thing to put in the show because anyone who's read the books knows that I mean, I feel like they don't come out and say it, but Laurel in the books is very much Team Conrad. Like yes. she's appalled, not even going to come to the wedding at the thought of Jeremiah and Belly getting married. But then, yeah. but I don't think that has to do with that it's Jeremiah and Belly. I think it has to do with the mm, fact that they're young. I the thing is though, like I mean, we talk about Belly getting married. She has a being married to Conrad just a few years later. Like it's still not yeah. been this long. Like I think she's very much Team Conrad. I think it is like whatever. So the fact that she says that. It just makes me wonder the path we're taking. Like I said, I still think our end game is the same. I still think we're going to get to the same place. But it's just interesting to me to throw that line in that makes Laurel seem like she's saying, like, you don't have to, like, choose this fantasy version that you're thinking about. Like, you can, like, I don't know. I mostly really loved Laurel this season. Mostly. Mm -hmm. There was one particular scene that really bothered me and that was when her daughter calls her obviously her daughter is drunk she calls her she's upset she's like mommy you need to come help me I need you and Laurel's go-to as soon as she gets there is to lay into her for drinking and lying to her I'm like yes let's talk about that later but can we visit the part where your daughter called you crying and said that she needs you can we just take care of that part first see i wonder why they did this so different in the book in the show the book this situation was handled much better in the book i think so much better in the book and it really disappointed me yeah. how they did it in the show because in the book she answered and they had a conversation and she told her this stuff and i felt like that was better because she was able to communicate with belly back and forth like i think you're with the boys you're Mm -hmm. you're safe Mm -hmm. she was still mad about her going but it was a it was much calmer and in the book she already knew that the house was for sale she knew what was going on yeah Mm -hmm. 
she still had the talk with Adam or whatever. That's all happened, but she had known about it. So I just, I wish they would have actually done that in the show, how they did in the books. I don't think it was, it was handled more like Laurel would handle something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not like she flipped out. But I think the reason she flipped out, and I mean, because I'm just trying to think about it from her perspective, is because it was a voicemail. And because it was her trying to call back and I couldn't get a hold of her. So she's probably spent hours driving in the middle of the night, terrified of what is happening to my child. Worst case scenario. And so then you're already hyped up with all of your bad energy that I think that then exploded. Mm -hmm. Because I have to admit, I mean, I've I've been there. If if you get me hyped up with bad energy, I'm going to react completely incorrectly with my children. And then it takes me a few minutes, just like it did with Laurel. And I'm going to sit down on the steps and be like, look, I'm really sorry. I don't know why I did it that way. But with Laurel, the biggest problem I had was when she came at Belly and said, I'm angry at you for what you did at the funeral. Like, I get that you're sad. I get that you said things that you probably didn't mean in that moment. But I think that she was saying what she really felt and how awful for this girl who was losing a second. Oh, I'm getting emotional. This, this, Susanna and this, I'm, you guys are going to have to take the lead on that because she did me in this season. It was really, really difficult. But belly lost this girl who we see in this season when uh the the piece that laurel reads from her book about how Susanna was there when she gave birth and she said here's our special girl like this is who Susanna Mm -hmm. remained to belly her entire life so for you to come at her and tell her how she ruined Susanna's funeral for you was just awful awful it was, and I was mad too. And I, I still get why she did it, but it was, it was, was awful. Saying, just it was to play mean. the devil's advocate for a second. I think another key moment of like her talking about her book that explains that is how she says that she felt like Susanna was her soulmate. Mm-hmm. And so I think Laurel is just hurting so badly. She, and she has lost her soulmate, her best friend, her sister, essentially. I mean, I think she just really messed up in that scene. And I think she knows it. And I think that's why I forgive her because I think she. I think she makes up for it because I think she tells Belly and she like she basically like admits her and then later on I don't know I, I think she makes up for her wrongdoing so but I was mad at first like I'm not gonna lie like I was I'm like girl calm down like this is not what she needs right now I can't wait to see you say that same thing about Conrad well if they show me that but they've yet to show it and I they yet to let me read it either so just saying well I think with her I think the standard yes she's she's allowed to grieve she's allowed to grieve how she needs to she has and this is the other reason why i think the book handled it so much better because in the book we see that laurel has been a shell for the entire time from funeral on laurel has been a shell non-functioning belly has to leave food for her so she can remember to eat and so she's become this other person so when she comes to the beach house she's angry and she does not hide that she's angry but she doesn't she's she's been it's like she's been woken up and she'll she's actually feeling these things again and that's why the anger comes out the way it comes out because she's mm-hmm. been woken up in fear of mm-hmm. from her what her daughter just called her in the middle of the night saying to her but in the book the way she react or in the show the way she reacts how she's been woken up she tries to hurt belly like she actively tries to hurt belly with the things that she says and i i don't want to say it, as your parent you're not you're not allowed to do that because we all screw up and we do. Stu- I've probably hurt my kids quite a bit. I mean, I sat outside a grocery store when my daughter sobbed and cried and said she she hates it when I yell. 
And I'm like, oh, God. Okay. So I'm screwing up. I get it. I'm sorry. I'll try to be better. So I get that. But to actively try to hurt your kid because you're angry is like, that's a, that's a, that's a level of messed up that I didn't expect from Laurel based on the character she's been. Like, speaking of Susanna, can we jump into Susanna? This is, I wasn't prepared for like, as sad as those last couple episodes were i mean i was kind of excited that like when we jumped into season two that she had already passed i was like whoo yeah we don't okay see it, but- it's not gonna be so bad because i was like dreading seeing it all happen i was like oh my gosh like this yeah. is gonna be horrible because we all love Susanna. yeah but then when they started doing the flashbacks and we we were having to be forced to Look, I was okay Watch with all the flashbacks until it was the last one. And I feel like the last oh. one was unnecessary. The only reason it was in there was to show her mixing up the envelopes to lead yeah. up to that. That was the only reason it was there. And we didn't have to do that. We could have just said that somehow. <laughs> like, I didn't, I don't know. It was really sad. I mean, I will say, I mean, I, I feel bad, like, having anything bad to say about Susanna. What I don't like is her words to Belly at the end about take care of Conrad, because I think that her reaction to belly and conrad have always been i think a lot of the issues which is why belly is so confused because i i think it's been drilled into this little child's head that she's going to end up with one of these boys for her whole Mm -hmm. life and that's a little messed up if we're being honest i mean i love Susanna. i don't want to say anything bad about her but that's a little messed up and even at the end i mean say take care of him that shouldn't necessarily be on her to take a lot of pressure like you could say like look out for him like i mean there's a different way to take to say that than take care of him for me i think we only see her saying that because of the what's going to be the outcome yeah but i think it's just a lot i don't know i didn't i didn't care for it to be honest i didn't really either honest and i'm team conrad but i didn't really either because i felt like it was when belly's trying to choose what's best for her Mm -hmm. she's thinking of susanna's words of I promise to take care of Conrad. Right. And I Conrad's to watch hurt over her Conrad. at this point. Like, so she shouldn't have to take care of him when he's hurt her so badly. I think they show that better in the books too than they do in the show because in the show, yes. I don't see her thinking about Suzanne's words. Yeah. Same. Well, that's true. Yeah. But in the she book, she clearly, she brings that back up a couple different times in the book. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it definitely affects her a lot in the, I mean, in the book, it no, definitely I'm, does. I'm going to go dark for a minute here. <laughs> obviously obviously i'm not dead and uh we believe my cancer is gone but i thought i was gonna die there for a bit and this is why this show wrecks me with Susanna. like i can handle any of it until i get to Susanna. but i had gotten sick again recently and i thought my cancer was back and so i started to think through all the things that i would say to my kids so Mm -hmm. i get why she said that and i don't think it was love him be romantic with him she recognized and it was more about conrad than it was about belly which was kind of unfair but conrad is her son that's her yeah. kid and he's broken and she can see him deteriorating and she knows him well enough to know how he feels about belly and how he is going to need belly to pull him out of a hole yeah. so i don't even think it was be romantic with him stay in love with him i think it was take care of my baby because you're the only one who he'll listen to. You're the only one who can pull him out. And I had those thoughts about my kids. Mm-hmm. I had to start thinking about what would I tell my kids if I'm dying? What am I going to say to them? How do I make sure that they're okay when I'm gone? Mm-hmm. And so that's, 
that's why this has been hard for me with Susanna, but I think that's what she was doing. So I didn't have, I totally, from a motherly perspective, 1000% got what she was saying and what she was doing there. And you could tell it was hard for her to say it. And even when she was trying to tell Belly that she loved her, the way in the actress props to that actress, because the way she was like opening and closing her mouth behind her while she was crying before she said, I love you, Belly. Like that was, you know, that, that she knew what she was putting on her, but she couldn't, she, that was her last thing that she could do as a mother before she, I mean, she knew she was going to die. It was a certain fact she was dying and that was all she could do. And I think she, part of her knew that this was going to affect belly, but she felt she didn't have another choice. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for part two of our, the summer I turned pretty season two review. Loving our content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fan and Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.